Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shalom. Forgive me for singing this song. Acting on your best behavior, turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. Okay, why did I do that? I don't know if you know that song. Raise your hand if you know that song. Okay, all right. Picked a good one. I barely remembered it from when I was a kid, when it was super popular in the 80s. I think 1985 is when it came out. But I've been singing it now for the past month straight. You see, my kids had a band performance on Wednesday, and they've been good little musicians and been practicing this song every single day for the month of January. And um, the performance is over. It went really well. But the song is still in here. There's a name for this phenomenon of a catchy melody lodging itself deep inside your brain. And the name is kind of gross, but um, it makes sense too. It's called, of course, an earworm. Comes from the German word, wait for it, Orwurm. It turns out there's a scientific explanation for how these snippets of music get so stuck in your head many different parts of your brain are actually working together to make it happen. According to Harvard brain scientist David Silberswig, when a melody gets stuck in your head, the auditory cortex gets involved, which is responsible for music perception. Then there's the area of the brain that's responsible for short-term memory that fires up. Then emotions, the emotion side of the brain for good emotions, and then a completely different side of the brain for negative emotions. They all work in harmony together to make it happen. All of these make a lasting impression of the song that is hard to get out of your head. But what is even more fascinating is Dr. Silberswig's theory about why we have developed this ability to obsess over melodies in the first place. He says that before most people in a society could read or write, they would use music and rhyming as a way to help people remember their oral histories. The very goal of some of the most ancient earworms was that they would get stuck in your head so that the people could then sing and teach them to the next generation of listeners. As we look at the Torah this week, we find 
the very first song of our people. It's the song we chant directly from our Torah. You've heard a lot about it already, the Song of the Sea. Moses and Miriam lead the people in singing this song, and it is why this weekend is called Shabbat Shirah. We sing in this song the famous words of Micha Mocha, Who is like you, O God? Micha Mocha Bailim Adonai Micha Mocha Nedar Bakodesh Norati Lot O Sefele This special melody that we chant tonight is the original earworm of our people. This melody not only carried the song, but its message of triumph and freedom, as well as the very beginnings of our history. This melody was designed to get stuck in our heads so that we would sing it to our children, we would sing it to each other when we come together, we would teach everyone about the magic of this moment in our tradition. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's true. Melodies, especially folk melodies, are organic. They change, some, sometimes slightly, sometimes greatly, with each passing generation. They also change slightly from community to community. Even Park Avenue Synagogue, which is only several blocks away, will sing a slightly different melody tonight than from what we will. So imagine how different this melody must be in a Sephardic community in Morocco, for example. However, that is really only on the surface. We owe a great deal of gratitude to Abraham Idelson, a prominent composer and the most important Jewish ethnomusicologist of all time. He illuminated something magical about the melodies we chant today. Through his work in the early 20th century, Idelson showed that Jewish melodies from communities around the globe, even from some communities who had been completely isolated, share uncanny similarities with each other. For example, he would find that the same liturgical songs from disparate communities might go up in pitch at the same words. They might go down in pitch at the same words. Many of these melodies are in the same mode. They share similar tempos and feel. And so through his painstaking research, traveling to and from many different regions and listening to and recording the Jewish music of the peoples there, Idelson found evidence of the same theme over and over again, that the melodies world Jewry chants today come from an original source. Now, this source might be, as Rabbi Buchdahl explained, Mi Sinai, which is a period of Jewish music around the 9th, 10th, 11th century, where a lot of melodies were being formed. But those melodies also had been informed by older melodies. And the Song of the Sea is perhaps the best example of this phenomenon, as it also happens to be our oldest song. The source melody must have sounded somewhat similar 
to what all Jews around the world are chanting now. It's a melody that must have been inspired by our people's first creative expressions of elation, of freedom, of gratitude, but also because they had to involve their whole beings and all of their minds and their brains, expressions and emotions of intense happiness and joy, but also of fear and sadness too. There are so many miracles described in the Exodus story which set the stage for the people's liberation. But perhaps the greatest miracle of all is that this song stuck in our heads, and we are still singing it today. If it hadn't been for the song of the sea and its catchy melody, maybe we wouldn't be singing here in harmony as one people tonight. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Hey, 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 hey,